Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let me tell you a little bit about Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing. It doesn't matter. Every single prop, every single play, every single point, it's all at Bet Online. When it comes to bets, when it comes to props, everything that you need is at your headquarters for sports betting. That's Bet Online. Head to the website right now, use your mobile device, sign up, get a 50, that's 50% welcome bonus. Don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV, to get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. Come on, there's no need to hesitate. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, let's get down to business. An active lifestyle can cause hemorrhoids. That sucks. Lucky for you, they're south of the border. South of the border is a holistic approach to dealing with the affected area. Go to southoftheborder.com, use code AHOLE, A-H-O-L-E, get yourself 30% off. That's pretty rad. And this is not an area of your body you want to put bad ingredients in. Make sure you turn to south of the border. Southoftheborder.com, code AHOLE. I hope you're ready to have your mind blown with the greatest health and fitness information on the planet. <laughs> yes, bitch! Welcome. Mm, interesting. Welcome to the Mikey Likes You podcast. Oh, that's cute. All right. I want to talk about something I talk about all the time. But because it's important, I'm going to rehash it, reiterate it, reinsert it into your ear pussy. Um, that is the importance of diet. When we're talking about body composition... When we're talking about looking better naked, which is why, as we've established in prior episodes, the, the main reason why we all do this. Don't give me your bullshit about, I just want to be able to live a longer life. I'm going to be a fuck off. You do this. I do this. We all do this. For the most part, I have performance desires. I have performance goals. But I wouldn't watch what I eat every goddamn day. And go to the gym as much as I go and train as hard as I train. If it wasn't that, I would end up looking better in the long run. That's motivation. Because even as Georgie and I were talking about, the majority of high-level, world-class athletes, until they get to a certain age, eat like shit. Because they can't. They get away with it. Then they get to a certain age. There's the most legendary. I mean, I, I remember the interview. I was listening to the interview about Kobe Bryant talking about how he was at a point in his career where he's like, I was egg McMuffin every day, numerous egg McMuffins before I show up for morning shoot arounds to every single calorie that was going to my body completely measured and weighed and sweet potato and meat on the bone and things, you know, to certain nutrients to help fuel me and, and take care of because I, when I was 25, I could do whatever the hell I wanted. And that's the truth. That's the truth for most of us. Um, and it's a bigger concern also with so many more 25 year olds already being fat, you know, 
And I, I don't mean that to be insulting. That's reality. It's a big concern for me. So many 10-year-olds, so many 15-year-olds, so many 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds are already starting behind the eight ball that it's, uh, it's, you know, it's making the cycle a lot more hard to escape. But the reality is, is like, if you want to look better, you have to have your diet established. Training is far behind it. I'm not, it's not a close second. It's second, but it's not a close second. That's how much, and I will go, I, I, I will go as far as to say, Unless someone is receiving a paycheck to do it, you're going to have to have this conversation. Because every, every single person that I've ever worked with, uh, be it in my personal life or uh, with my Patreon clients, or back when I was just working as a personal trainer, every, every, literally and i know what that word actually means i'm not a young attractive white person that goes literally that was uh life-changing you're like really mean girls was life-changing literally do you know what literally means i know what literally means and literally every person i've ever worked with be it just in my personal life or as a as a professional consultant has had to have this conversation. And this conversation is, hey, Mike, da, 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 is my training. I'm training so hard. I'm training this. I'm doing this and this and this and this and this. How come I don't look like I want to look? And then I go, how much are you eating? I've been eating really clean. I go, how much are you eating? I don't know. 2,200 calories? And I go, did you track that or you just... No, it sounds about right. Okay. What'd you eat? They tell me. And then I go, okay, so your breakfast was 1,800 calories. And you're telling me that you had 1,600 calories yesterday. Wrong. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Go track for a month. One month. I'm not asking a lifetime. Go weigh your food. All of it. Track it. All of it. And then have your eyes go, ah, now I know why I don't look like I want to look. 
because for there's two things that the general public is grossly uh, distorted in in look in approaching, and that is how much calories they burn in a day, and how much calories they eat. Both, both people, both are things that people grossly misunderstand, egregiously misled, because uh, people will, really overweight people will be like, I've been dieting for so long and it just doesn't seem to work out. I was like, you haven't really spent one day in a caloric deficit, you know? And not, it's not always necessarily about, um, it's not always necessarily about like laziness or lack of willpower. A lot of it is just such unbelievably fucked up views on food volume and caloric density that people screwed all up. You have the best laid, laid plans. You have the best intentions. And you people, by and large, are so fucked up with understanding of consumption. And that's not only with food. That's just like the way we, we, we as like Westerners have become professional consumers. The idea of restriction is just so fucking foreign to us. Um or even control of it. It's like like I deserve this. I just need to have more. And the reality is like it's so fucked up how people and what I mean by that is like food volume. This is not a finger pointing situation. This is not a finger pointing exercise because this has been hundreds of people that I work with that I go, "Here, here is just like a basic formula for you to start eating." This is not very strict. I'm not even going to give you a calorie guideline. Right now, I just want you to change your food habits. Man or woman, old or young, for the most part, they come back and they go, I can't eat this. I'm going to get fatter if I eat this much. And I go, why? They said, yesterday, you told, I'm a 180 pound woman. And you told me to have 135 grams of protein, and I got 20 grams deep into my breakfast. That you you gave me some examples of breakfast, and I got 20 in, and I was stuck. And I was like, I can't add more. I go, but wait a second. The the two hard boiled eggs, and the cup of bone broth right that's the 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 34 grams of protein breakfast that i just proposed to you just an idea here's a good example of 30 something grams of protein that's about 310 calories you know two hard boiled eggs about 140 calories cup of bone broth typically you're looking at you know like 90 to so it's actually this low 250 calories right Somewhere in that ballpark, 240 to 275 calories. You had a Starbucks. I'm looking at it right now. You said you had a venti caramel frappuccino mochiato. That's like 800 calories. Before you even got to the bagel and cream cheese and shit like that. Because people's idea of food volume consumption and and density of, of calories is so fucked up. 
This is genuinely a true, 100% true story. And I know this dude doesn't listen, so I can I can put it. I'm not going to say his name or anything, but I know, like, I, I'm going to be pretty detailed about his story. This was a very fat man. He wanted help. And I helped him. I tried to. 350 plus pounds. Big fella. But he also worked in a, in a very uh, active job. And he stopped at this place in uh, Southern California called Nick's. It's like pretty legend. They have breakfast burritos, right? And he would get two, five days a week on his way to work. He would get two breakfast burritos. Each one, rough estimate is about 800 calories. Because they're, they're like, it's not like McDonald's breakfast burrito. Where you, these are fucking burri- like thick bricks right and he would get two because i gotta give guy you know i'm cut the guy some slack he's he's a big fucking dude and he's gonna go around like working carrying blocks of cinder and and building he was a contractor you know so he, uh, he, he he's not getting any shit from me for doing this but this is reality he's having a 1500 to 2000 calorie breakfast every day and i tried to get him to eat just salted beans and eggs in one more. And he's like, I, this is so much food. I can't eat this amount of food. I can't eat this preposterous amount of food for one meal for breakfast. I was like, dude, that's like 380 calories. But it's very fibrous and it's very high protein. So it's very filling. There's a lot of density. Just like if I take, this is the analogy I always use. Uh, I'll take a potato. Let's say a a seven ounce, eight ounce potato for you uh, Canadians and Europeans. Let's say it's a, a 600 grams of potato. It's a lot, right? If I were to bo- just boil it or bake it with just salt. Even a big fuck, even a giant jack person would have a hard time to sit down and eat, you know, seven grams or or 600, uh, seven ounces or 600 grams of baked plain potato with just sea salt, right? You would have a hard time. You would get really full. Your palate would become kind of bland to the taste, and it's just not enough to keep your palate, like, overly stimulated, and you're just filling yourself, and you'll be like, whoo, this is very filling and very dense, and that's about, like, 300 calories at the most. In fact, I will fucking check that. So, seven ounces would be 115 calories. Seven ounces of potato. Raw, with skin on, is 115 calories. And I defy you, with 115 calories, near a little more than, like, a, a light beer. I defy you to sit down and finish that, because you'll be stuffed. 115 calories. You, you won't finish that. You won't want to. You may, you may do it, but you won't want to. I know, I do it all the time. When you're talking about potatoes and fruit, as far as carb choices, I get to about 200 calories of that, of potatoes, be it sweet or regular, and fruit, and I'm like, dude, whoo, all right. 
I don't want to hear about how I'm a puss. I'm saying I get stuffed. It's it, look, food choices matter, right? If I had, if I gave you a bagel, which is probably twice the amount of calories, right? A good sized normal, you'd probably want another. You would probably want another. I don't need like it would be shocking to you. It would genuinely be shocking to you if I showed you a thousand calories of Starbucks, uh, just combinations of different drinks and one pastry versus what I can make a thousand calories out of with my food. Non, you know, creamy sauced meat, like animal protein, veggies and certain carbs. I'm talking about it would take up your whole 9 by 16 Instagram picture. It would be a buffet table of the food that I eat. Compared to like how, honestly, if I really tried like a a, a, a venti, certain Starbucks like uh, mixed milkshake type drinks, you're already looking at like 800 plus, 600, 700, 800 calories, okay? Now, if I throw in one like, of those like breakfast danishes you're pumping way over four digits in calories if i do my mike catherwood's food and put out a t- it would be a fucking buffet that's what i'm trying to explain to you all right so let's let fine you don't want me to bloviate about it here's dr mike isertel who i've I featured here on the show talking about the mistakes we make when we want to try to look good, okay? So listen to this dude break down the mistakes we make. Diet always comes first. Control it or your chances for losing fat and weight are going to be very low. There's tons of infographics about this that I'm sure you can search. But if you search like what kind of activity levels require the burning off of various calories of junk foods like ice cream cone or donut or lollipop, if you look at those charts, good God, it's depressing because like one donut, you got to run like three miles to burn that shit off. Why fuck that? So if you're like, yeah, I would control my diet, but I love donuts too much. I'll just do more cardio. You have no idea what you're saying. This marathon runner training levels of cardio you'd have to do to compensate for five or six donuts it's unbelievable control your diet and you could start losing weight without any cardio at all without even fucking step track control your diet you could lose weight without any cardio let not even step tracking you add in something like resistance training in a very smart and reasonable way and you got yourself a recipe for looking better if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right? So if you don't want to listen to me, listen to him. He's a doctor. 
Now, if we're going to move on and we're going to talk about what we just kind of went over, control your eating. Really make an effort to do so. Stop obsessing about your training when your diet's shit because you can go the opposite direction. Believe me, if your diet is very, 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 very prudent and very well disciplined uh, and well controlled, your training can be pretty good and, and you'll be fine. Your training can be shit. You'll probably be fine. Your training can be off the charts. If your diet shit, you're you're never going to look good. You will look better. If you're super fat, you will look better by simply adhering to a, a structured exercise program. But that only lasts for a certain amount of time. The my 600 pound life people, of course, if they get out and even start walking, they they make they make considerable notable notable gains you know just progress but that only lasts for a certain time and then their body then they have to start really analyzing what they're eating if you are someone who's not i'm not saying like look you're 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 a big fat slob i'm saying like a regular person regular guy regular gal we at we're in that 10 to 15 to 20 pounds overweight we don't like how we look and we want to change that right you will invest so much fucking effort in going to your CrossFit gym and doing your Pilates and doing whatever. A lot of people, they adopt this, right? They go, they start running. You start doing these things like, I'm going to make the choice. I'm going to make, and two years later, you will be probably a little different, maybe smaller like this much. And how much, of, how many of you guys can relate to that? You know, I'm telling the truth. And you wish you had this like, oh my God, have you seen Sally lately? Have you seen Johnny? Johnny showed up at, at work the other day. He walked into the water cooler room and I was like, I can't believe it's you, dude. You've changed yourself so much. You never get that. And you've been training a lot. And you go like, I've been crossfitting for fucking four years. How come I have man tits? because it's really really so much all about your diet when we're talking about aesthetics when we're talking about looking good naked it's so much about your diet that that other stuff the rather unreasonable means in which a lot of us train become not only irrelevant but sometimes in the way and you say how the fuck can it be in the way well I'll explain it to you. This is from our boy, Justin Harris, guest of this show. Here is a collection of slides from at Tropin and Nutrition, um, which is his personal account. Don't do excess. When it comes to body composition and fat loss, the caloric deficit you're in Reduces the ability to recover and adapt. Excessive training leads to losing the one thing you don't want to lose. Muscle. Training requires nutrients and rest to recover. In a deficit, recovery is reduced. Excessive training hurts the ability to recover further amongst other things. Stimulate, don't annihilate. The excess of calorie burn isn't worth it. Keep the goal the goal. Body comp and fat loss, main lever, is nutrition. 
body comp and fat loss main lever is nutrition, not your training. You need to understand that. So we've gone over the fact. Body composition, fat loss, looking good naked. The main driver of that is what you eat. When you are committing to making nutrition the main lever of changing your body, you are now slightly sometimes, not all the time, you know, especially if you're younger, you're slightly reducing your ability to recover properly. So you take the fact that most people are not in a caloric deficit because they don't control what they're eating. And then they train really hard thinking that that's going to be the main lever of their body composition, which it is not. And so now you have a body that is absolutely just ravid, just just impossibly, incalculably hungry and with compromised recovery for the main drivers of what is actually going to make you look better. And then you continue this cycle by continuing to do your metabolic conditioning and your fucking circuits and your booty burn and then you go jogging and then you do this and you're continually just pulling away from your actual recovery ability while at the same time making no effort into applying your focus and your intensity into the one thing that is going to be really radically changing your body composition and that is your diet. And if you're really crazy, you do both. You start dieting and you get crazy and you just start depriving yourself so greatly and training harder. And then you're just putting so much effort and focus into two things that are also pulling you farther away from what you really want and that is having an appealing looking body. Don't at all put your training at the top tier of what you need to do. If you're making a pyramid, the top of the pyramid, the most important thing, the God tier, the S tier for you uh, young kids out there who watch a lot of like, uh, you know, tier based comparison videos on YouTube or TikTok, right? Who's the who's the S tier new metal band? I don't know what S stands for. What does S stand? Superior. Superior. Because there's A, B, C. I go, well, A, B, C, that makes a lot of sense. A would be good. B was pretty good. C is not as good. D is shitty. Because uh, we all kind of collectively agreed that's the grading system. And then I was like, oh, I see all these people. And it's like, S. Well, what the fuck is that? Is that so it's just, it's a better than an A. You're the kid who gets to skip high school and go straight. You're like young Sheldon. S is so good, you don't even get a grade. You just go straight to MIT. All right. That makes sense now. All right, so look. That S tier is your diet. Up your protein. Find your caloric maintenance level. And it takes effort. You got to track. You got to weigh your shit. Find it. Reduce it slightly. Keep protein very high. I like to say a good marker is 40% of your caloric intake should come from protein. 40% or above. Do that for a long time. After that, training can be a nice adjunct. But that's really what it is. Looking good naked is about your diet and training isn't a junk. I love to train. I love to get nasty. I, I have posters of Ronnie Coleman and shit. So I go, oh yeah, I love it. And I'm not saying I'm not doing it and I'm not saying you shouldn't. 
But it is an adjunct. We're not talking about performance right now. I'm not talking about being a professional athlete. I'm talking about looking good in the mirror. If you don't look good in the mirror under your standards and you want to look good in the mirror, the main thing you need to be focusing on is diet. After that, work out your training. And and when you talk about that, so many people try to make up for gaps in their diet by training more and now you're making a bigger problem for yourself because your recovery is compromised you only have a certain amount of energy and recovery ability to do certain things and you're doing a bunch of extra shit that you don't need to be doing subsequently compromising the quality training you could be doing and your recovery ability swiping way more muscle mass making your metabolism shitty and now you're fucked you're in a big fuck sandwich you're fucked how many more times can I say that word? So, I hope this episode has been eye-opening for you. I hope I, it is meaningful. I hope it is important. But I also if want to offer to you, if you find this shit totally confusing, go to my Patreon. I'll help you. I have numerous tiers, like three tiers, to uh, offer my help to you as a patron. The top tier being that I can I will I will do it. I'm yours. 24 hours a day, 3 7 days a week. You have a specific unique email address. I will give you my phone number. You can contact me whenever you want, whenever you want. I will create custom nutrition and training and make sure that I'm there for you to help through this shit because it can be confusing. There you go. Thank you to Giorgio. Thank you to Bet Online. Thank you to South of the Border. Thank you to first detachment and in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares remember i do suck my balls thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.